Hey, this is the Mark Butler Show, episode 24, and today it is story time. I've got three different stories to share with you, all in support of the same lesson. Now, this is a lesson that I feel like I keep learning over and over again in my life. And after the experience that I had today that was the inspiration for this podcast episode, I found myself thinking, I wonder if I'll ever start living some of these really crucial lessons that I've learned over and over in my life, hopefully by sharing it with you on this podcast you and I will both start to live it because I do believe that the lesson I'm learning from this ep, uh, from from these experiences gives us one of the keys to happiness in business, let alone success. So follow along with me and hopefully by the end you agree about what a big insight this is. Not a new insight, but a crucial insight. Okay, so first story goes back to the middle of 2015. I was listening to a podcast And the guest on this podcast was a startup founder named Ryan Evans. Ryan and his co-founder had created a product called Tend. And Tend is an analytics tool that helps you track all of your customers' interactions with you before they buy from you. It solves the problem of not really understanding how a person comes to purchase your products or services because maybe they Googled you, maybe they found you on Facebook, maybe they found you on Facebook and then they Googled you and and they kind of went through a lot of different steps that you can't easily see unless you use a tool like Tend. So Ryan was on this podcast and he talked a little bit about that tool, but he also shared insights as a founder and kind of what he'd experienced. And he's just a cool guy. He's humble and insightful, but very knowledgeable. And I thought, man, this is a cool guy. I would love to get to know him. Now I did have a business motive for wanting to get to know him. I wanted to increase my referral network. I wanted to maybe get new clients. I didn't know maybe maybe Ryan could be a good client for me. I had no idea. So I did have a business motive for reaching out to him after I heard him on the podcast. But I was coming from a very sincere place of just admiring this guy and thinking this is a person that I would like to get to know. So after I heard him on the podcast, I tweeted at him and I said, hey, Really enjoyed you on the podcast, thought you had some great insights, just appreciate what you're doing, you know, take it easy. He replied, thanks, glad you enjoyed it, and that was that. But then I went to his website, and I saw that I could sign up for a free trial of his software, and I thought, I'm going to sign up for a free trial of the software, because if it's cool, then I can refer my customers to it, my friends to it, and then maybe by sending him some people, then we strike up a relationship. I wanted to give some value to this guy somehow, so I signed up for a free trial, and I found out in the free trial process that he was offering free onboarding calls to people who are taking free trials. The tool was so new at the time that he was trying to get as much feedback as he could, which is very smart. So I thought, this is perfect. He's offering free onboarding calls. This is my chance to have a phone call with this guy. And I share all those details because really what I was trying to accomplish was a conversation. I wanted to have a conversation, okay? So I sign up for a free onboarding call. We jump on Skype. And just in the course of the conversation, because we're both interested in each other's work, I explain a little bit about what I do. He talks about what he's doing with Tend. I tell him that I have some customers that I want to tell about Tend, and I tell him that I have this friend who owns a software company that I think should know about Tend. So we just have a great call. But as I explain to him what I'm doing, he's like, so you do what? Now you help people manage their cash flow, manage their budgets. He's like, man, I work in this co-working space. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get you some clients. I was like, oh, that, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I'd love to have some connections. Fast forward about a month. I didn't hear from him for about a month, maybe six weeks. I get an email out of the blue from his good friend, Casey. Casey runs a marketing agency. He reaches out to me and says, hey, I need somebody to help me manage my cash flow. My, my agency's really taking off. The growth is kind of stressing me out. And Ryan says, you might be the guy to help me manage my cash flow. So then Casey hires me. 
and we worked together for the next 18 months or so. And we stopped working together because he ended up meeting someone who was more administrative, someone who would interact with his clients and, and handle some of those more administrative tasks. And that's just not something I do in my service. So unfortunately, we had to part ways. But great guy, great relationship. And when I look back on that, I think to myself, that all came about because I appreciated a person's content. I heard him on this podcast. I liked him. I liked his style. I liked his vibe. So I thanked him. And then I created an opportunity for a conversation. Or I sought out and created an opportunity for a conversation. And then, even though this wasn't my direct intention, I wasn't thinking, and then he'll give me a client. And that client will work with me for 18 months. And that will pay me a lot of money. I was just thinking, I want more people to know me, like me, and trust me. So I'm going to try to create a conversation with this guy. And I did. The cool thing is I was also able to get him a phone call with my other friend's software company. And I don't know that there was ever a customer relationship created there, but I was just excited to be able to also connect him to a great lead. So that's story number one. Story number one is heard a guy on a podcast, reached out to him on Twitter, then found a way to have a conversation, had a great conversation, got a referral, got a client, great client relationship that lasted about 18 months all from one tweet and then one Skype call. The second story probably happened right around the same time. I was on this kick where I was listening to podcasts, trying to get to know people or trying to figure out who I should get to know. And I heard on a podcast, this guy, Philip Morgan. Now, if you listen to last week's episode, you heard me strongly recommend Philip and his books when it comes to narrowing your market position, specializing, and and just improving your marketing in general. Well, Two or two and a half years ago, I heard Philip on a podcast and super impressed with him and just liked his attitude, liked his insights, reached out to him, I think by email. I think I just found his email on his website and said, hey, heard you on this podcast, very impressed. I'm just wondering if you'd like to jump on a call and just sort of do a little get to know you. You know, I'm interested in your work. Maybe you'd be interested in my work. I would love to just make a new online friend. So whereas with Ryan... When I had created that conversation with him, it was kind of coming in through the side door. He was doing these free onboarding calls for his software, and I didn't want to quite come right out and say, hey, I just want to have a conversation. I had to come in sort of through the side door and say, yeah, I am interested in your software, but actually I just want to get to know you a little better. With Philip, I just said, hey, I'd just love to get to know you a little better. Could we jump on a call? Well, we did. Had a great conversation. He was impressed with the work I was doing. I'm, of course, impressed with the work he's doing. And then it just becomes, you know, we're online buddies. He's a guy that I can send an email. He can send me an email, uh, complimenting each other's newsletters or, hey, what are you up to lately? I think two or three times since then, we've jumped on Skype and just sort of caught up with each other. And I consider now, Philip, a person that I've never met in person, but I consider him a friend because we've had these conversations. And I do think that if, if the opportunity presented itself, I think he would, he would refer people to me if he felt like they were in need of what I do. What I'm really excited about with that relationship is that I have found plenty of opportunities to refer people to Philip. I love his books, and I love telling people to go read his books. So this is a situation where my willingness to reach out, ask for a conversation with no motive other than, hey, just trying to make another online buddy, get to know, their, get to know another like-minded individual. That was my only motive. What came from that was an opportunity for me to then refer that person business, refer new relationships to that person. The reason I'm excited about that is because I believe in karma. 
I believe in this kind of universal law of the harvest where you reap what you sow. And the more I send people to somebody like Philip Morgan, the more likely it is that people are going to send folks to me. I just believe in that principle. And I have a lot of evidence in my business going back four years that I'm right. So that's the second story. Heard you on a podcast, want to get to know you. Now I've got this online friend that I can send people to and that, you know, eventually might send me some people and help me grow my reach, grow my network. Third story, again, listening to another podcast. I heard a designer whose name is Laura Elizabeth talk about some products that she was launching and talk about her work and how she's trying to balance her life as a freelancer with her desire to be a course creator, which of course resonated with me because I'm in the same situation. I'm doing my freelance work. I'm loving my freelance work. I'm also trying to be a course creator and course marketer. So she had some great insights. So in this case, I signed up for her newsletter and I've just kind of hung out on her newsletter for a few months, uh, reading her content, enjoying it. Her stuff's great. I think you can find it at lauraelizabeth.co. And she's been supposedly, she's, she's going to launch this course about helping non-designers learn to design, which for me is a major interest. Uh, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this in the podcast before, but deep down, I'll, all I really want to be is a person who knows how to create beautiful designs online and build software online. I mean, if, if I could wave my magic wand, that's what I would do. Well, she's trying to help me solve one of those pieces. She's trying to give me a course that will teach me how to design. And I just keep waiting for her to launch the course. But instead, what she keeps doing is sending great free content. So finally, in her last newsletter, she said, hey, I want to do a quick survey to help me sort of guide my business for the next year or so. So I thought, okay, I'll fill out her survey. Hopefully her survey hints at when she's going to launch this course because I want to take it. So I took, I took the survey and I answered all the questions, but none of the questions gave me the opportunity to say, hey, Laura, let me buy your course. When am I going to get the course? So after I fill out the survey, I get a thank you email. Thanks for filling out my survey. If there's anything else you'd like to let me know, reply to this email. So I said, oh, here's my chance. I'm going to tell her. I'll hit reply. And, I'll, and I literally hit reply. And I said, hey, Laura, big fan of your work. Here's my feedback. Please take my money. You keep sending me these great newsletters and I appreciate them. But really, I don't want to be in my inbox reading your content. I want to be clicking a buy now link that takes me out of my inbox and actually gets me to go practice design because I want to be passable at design, web design, app design, whatever. So I sent her this email and I said, listen, create one lesson, let me pay for that lesson, and then send me a new lesson every week or two. And that's how the course will get created. That's what I did with Let's Do the Books. My customers have been happy with it. Let me pay you for this program. Laura replies to my email and says, oh, this is actually the kick in the butt that I needed. I just need to get this course out there. I really appreciate your email. And then she says, would you mind if I shared your email on Twitter? I'll hide your email address and, and all of that, but I just want to share your, your email on Twitter. And, and also maybe in a talk I'm going to be giving in Ireland next week. I was like, well, yeah, of course. I mean, I'm flattered that you would want to do that. Yeah, sure. Use it however you want to use it. So she posts it on Twitter. You know, it's been favorited a bunch of times and I've gotten a, new, a few new Twitter followers from it. And that's all fine. What's exciting to me is my only motive in replying to her, her survey was, I like your stuff. I want to buy your stuff. And just by being willing to reach out to her and support her in her goal of getting this course out there and encouraging to get her to get it out there, what did I get in return? I got 
exposure to all of her Twitter followers and to some number of people who are going to hear her speak in Ireland next week. That was not my intention. I had no idea that that's what would come of this. I just wanted to say, hey, I like your stuff. Let me buy it. And I said, I'm happy to jump on Skype if you want to talk through what I, as your ideal customer, want to buy from you. So that happened today. Today we jumped on a Skype call and I said, here's what I'm really looking for in a design course and here's why I'm excited about it. Don't overthink it. Just let me watch you design and I will pick up lots of, of nuggets from, that, from those videos, I guarantee it. So just get it out there. And she's like, she said, oh, thanks. That's great advice and she's going to launch it and I'm going to buy it. But that was just one more example of how reaching out to someone, thanking them for their work, supporting them in their work, in turn, creates benefit for me. So after hearing those three stories, hopefully you have a sense of the lesson that I'm trying to communicate here to you and to myself, that when you're sitting alone in your office as a solopreneur and you're trying to figure out how do I connect myself to the people who can become my clients, become my customers, and become referrers for me, you're probably overthinking it. Because I now have multiple experiences I shared the three today, but there are a lot more than that, where the simple act of reaching out to someone, complimenting them for their work, thanking them for their work, offering to help in some small way, asking, being vulnerable and saying, hey, would you be up for just having like a Skype call, a get to know you call? Being vulnerable enough to do that is almost, I just want to say it's guaranteed to pay dividends. I can't imagine a scenario where those activities done consistently over time, would pay massive dividends. And so the reason I I say to myself, am I ever going to start living these lessons that I keep learning, is that I don't do that consistently. I don't reach out to people whose podcasts I've enjoyed and say, hey, I just want to let you know I love your podcast. And if you'd ever be up for just a get-to-know-you call on Skype, I would love that. I'd love to find out if there's any way that I could help you out, if there's anybody that I could introduce you to, I would love to do that. And I've thought to myself, if I did that, and I've thought to myself, if I just did that a couple of times per month, let's say twice a month, that's about 24, 25 times per year. If I just did that, I have a feeling that with a couple of years of that activity, the referrals and the leads would just be landing in my inbox. And I would be constantly sending out referrals and leads of my own to other people that I've connected with. I think I lose sight sometimes of how really, even in an online world, connection, one-on-one connection to other people whose goals are similar, whose values are similar, those one-on-one connections are a major key to success, and I think they might be the key to success. So, as you're out there in the world consuming content, doing your work, serving your clients, look for opportunities to pass it on, pay it forward, look for opportunities to make connections, to get a little bit vulnerable. And I think that you will be pleasantly surprised about the growth opportunities that come from these small, simple outreach efforts. So as always, I hope you're enjoying the work that you're doing. I hope you've enjoyed how you spent your days this week as you try to make a living and try to you know make a life. And if you want to give me any feedback, if you want to give me suggestions for the show, Mark at markbutler.com. If you're enjoying the show, please go to iTunes and leave me a review. And that's about it for this week. I will talk to you next Friday.